Blog Talk Radio.
There we go. What is up, all you freaks out there? Another Sunday edition of the freaking awesome paranormal show. That is right. How is what is going on, buddy? Oh, not a lot. Just um, sucking down the lifeblood to stay up at this hour. I know, right? This ungodly hour of eight o'clock where you are and nine o'clock where I am. This says God. Oh, jeez. So uh, this is Ryan, by the way. See, I'm sitting right there on my on the little thing right there. Ryan, this is my co-host over there, Dr. And we are here to bring you some awesome. And there's other co-hosts on the, in the chat over there. Rhonda is in the chat. The uh, she helps out. I want to send out the uh, freak signal. She helps out when uh, Dr. Can't come on. We've got our our music show coming up here. I, I think we're gonna move it back a week. Because hey Jade, because we have um, we have uh, National Ghost Hunting Days next week, so there's a lot of different investigations going on, and Rhonda has uh, Sage Paracon at Belgrove Plantation, and I've got an investigation at, at the cabin that weekend, so I think we might do it the weekend after, which gives me more of a chance to find songs. I've been slacking. I have not even thought about it, honestly. Halloween. Right. Yeah. Right. You'd think. I want to do something, you know, different. I want to put, put Thriller and Ghostbusters on there. Right. I, all, I mean, all of us would put Thriller and Ghostbusters on. There's one song. I, I, it's like, it's like, well. Good night, folks. That's right. Very, very short episode of the, uh, the freaking awesome playlist. So, um, you, what did you do that yesterday? You, uh, that's right. I was at the train museum in St. Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, actually went there and got some work done. We, uh, were initially going to start right away on one of our 45 ton switchers. Um, there's a, that locomotive has two engines on it. They're on front and back, and they have uh, radiator vents that are mechanically open and closed from the cab, and they're not working. So we needed to drop the uh, radiator, get in there to see what was going on. Um, but we got retasked right away to clean out one of the maintenance pits mm. uh, in one of the bays. So that was that was interesting. Sounds like a party to me. That sounds like a good time. We're going to have to pressure wash it, which initially we were going to have to. That would have been fun. I would have gone home looking like a mud monkey. Mm. I want to give a shout out to Jade Eleanor. She is the host of Spirit Talk with Jade on the Vibe Radio Network, and she'll be coming back to us this October. So excited to have her show back. And she's doing her show on Sunday nights. So we're going to have to uh, – well, we're going to share Sunday nights for the uh, for the uh, music show. But once once she starts, we'll get back on a regular schedule just doing uh, Tuesdays. Right. This show was postponed because my washer decided to – and I had to move all of my stuff to get the um, – to get make room for the people to come repair the washing machine, and they're supposed to come Tuesday morning, and they never did. So, yeah, 
So I had to postpone the show. And uh, then Schrader Hill, who's in the who's in the uh, queue right now. Hey, Sin, how you doing? Yeah, she's waving back. Um, she was nice enough to let me move the show till Sunday night. And she's got um, the legit paranormal podcast because uh, I'm like an hour before ours does. So I, I just went to check that out. It's really good. Is I she enjoyed on our, it. On our network? Or no, she's not, unfortunately. Okay. She's not. I mean, she should be, but she's not. Right. So uh, last, let me go back to what I did yesterday. I went to Pamplin Park, uh, Pamplin Historic. It's like Pamplin National Historical Park. It's a mouthful. And we went, invest, we investigated there. We had a paranormal investigation during a tropical storm. First time I've ever investigated during a tropical storm. Um, so that's first for me. Um, we were stationed in different locations. My friend Michael and I were stationed in the museum. So all the pictures I, I took last night were in the museum. The museum was the farthest point from where we where, where the whole base was. So we had to walk all the way across the park to get to the museum. So needless to say, we were we were pretty wet. And then, you know, we just stayed there uh, a few hours. And then uh, I think we left around 11.30. We kind of, we dipped out early. We, we kind of chick we didn't kind of say chickened out. That's not the right word. That's not, Michael, I rode with Michael, and uh, he had to get home. So, and I was going to be stranded in Pamplin Park. So I was like, when you leave, I'll, I'll go. So, plus I was tired. It's, it's tough. It, I just don't have the energy to stay up all night. Then drive back from Petersburg, which is in like, like 45 minutes from where I live, and then deal with a five-year-old after that. I suppose it's different when you're at the cabin. You could it's right down the street. You, you yeah. have a place where you could nip off and have a sleep or something like that. But you know, when you've had a rough day or a rough night, and you come home, and you and you, you wake up, and you're super – I'm trying to remember why I don't schedule – uh, interviews after investigation but you know when when you're feeling tired you feel like you just you just need something to lift you up i recommend dutch soy country candles now this this candle right here is apple cinnamon now i love the smell of fall i love the smell of apples it just smells fantastic then if you like if you like candles check out dutch soy country candles today my black going right now. That was a pretty good segue, I think. Pretty good segue. And plus, guys, it's National Punctuation Day. So why are we even here? We should be out paragraphs and punctuating them like it's the fucking madmen that we are. It is. I mean, today's your day. If you love commas, semicolons, colons, periods, question marks, this is your time of this is your time of year. I'm just going to send a. Oh my gosh, man! I'm gonna start like just writing a novel just so I can punctuate it. Feel the power of the punctuation. I do have one going. I could send it your way to do all the work for me. Oh my god! I'm like the worst. I'm like the worst punctuator. That's even a word. I don't even know if that's even a thing. I'm making up words over here. The punctuator. See, I'm going with Loopy here. That would be a great movie. <laughs> the next, the next uh, Marvel comic 
an excuse to use all the like, exactly. You can use you can like. I guess it was cap capitalization like uh, all caps punctuation or is that just this isn't kind of punctuation though. It's got to be the period semicolon comma. Tell you what, we have this conversation. We should get thin on the air as such. We have this this riveting punctuation, <laughs> the freaking awesome punctuation show here on the Vibrio Network. Sin uh, Strader Hill, she is uh, the co-host of the Legit Paranormal Podcast, and she's the founder of Elk Valley Paranormal, and she's an author to boot. So she knows all about punctuation. This is her this is her time of year. True Christmas. You don't need that shit. You're ready for punctuation day. Let's bring her on on this joyous holiday. Welcome. Guys, nice to be on. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Thank you for thank you for coming on National Punctuation Day. I know it's a busy time of year for you, so I appreciate <laughs> you coming on and and helping us out tonight. You're so welcome. I will be doing a lot of that as soon as this show is done. Are you working on a book? I am. My fifth one. Oh man. So what what uh. What books have you written? What uh, what is it, what are the um are these are they paranormal books or self published? Um, there are three true stories, one fiction. The true stories, the first two ones are taken from my investigations with my me, mm-hmm. my team, uh, some of my friends, and then the last one I did is totally different. It's it's so unlike the first ones that are horror stories, uh, you know, ghost stories and traditional scare, you know, that kind of thing. Um, God just kind of put it in my lap that I needed to write a Signs from Loved Ones book. And that was my fourth one. And I've had a few stories, but not a lot. So I put a blurb out and said, I'm looking for stories of deathbed conversations, signs from your loved ones. Uh, dreams, visions of your loved ones, pets coming back to visit you, near-death experiences, all that kind of stuff. I have 50 stories in there. They came from all over. One even came from England. Oh, wow. So it was just crazy how that book came together. And so much so that I've already got a sequel, half of it done for next year. Wow. But this next one coming out is the creepier side of some of the things that I've seen. I'll bet that was really fulfilling, yeah, being able to write that book and get the different people's stories out. I'm going to turn this. Angie, all right, there we go. There we go. All right. Sorry. So um, what – what got you into this? What got you into the paranormal? When did you start really diving deep into this whole uh, lifestyle? Just back in 2013, honestly, I had had strange things happen all my life. Just didn't understand what was going on. I have always loved horror movies, ghost stories, things like that. But um, we lost my dad in 2001. And they had a a hometown business. It was an auto parts business. And it was dad, my mother. So when he died, two women trying to run an auto parts store in a small town in the south with even Walmart selling auto parts, O'Reilly's Mm Advanced, 
AutoZone in the same town plus mom and pop stores. It was just, it was hard. Even though my sister can tell you exactly what you need for your car or truck. She's, she's phenomenal. Um, a year after my dad died, her son was born. She was never supposed to have kids. She was told at a young age she would never have children. And five miscarriages later, she got pregnant with Wyatt. And Wyatt came a year after my dad was, uh, had died. So he kind of weaseled his way into my mom's heart because he was the only grandchild. He was my sister's only child. My nephew, he was my mini-me, mm-hmm. and um, he kept at me the whole time. Aunt Ben, can I come on investigations? No, not yet, not yet, not yet. Um, when he was old enough, I started training him. But um, anyway, I, I basically wanted to see if my dad was still at the old store after it had closed down. And I got a team in from McMendel, which is about two hours north of me. They came down, and everything had been shut off at least two and a half to three years prior to this. So no electricity, no gas, no um, water, nothing. My husband had even gutted the place, so it was cleaned out. And uh, I was the trigger object to see if Dad was still there. So I basically stood in the dark asking questions. And I only knew what I saw on TV. I wanted a group. I wanted to be involved in a group, but I didn't know how. So this team kind of took me in. The interesting thing about that experience, I never heard anything that night, but their machines, their the K2s, the REM pods, anything they had that would light up only lit up the exact spot my dad's chair sat for over 30 years. So I thought that was interesting, yeah, and I got I got bit by the ghost hunting bug, big, and they pulled me into their group. I was their case manager. They taught me all the basics, and a little over a year later, I jumped off and formed Elk Valley Paranormal. So you said you had experiences when you were growing up. What kind of a what kind of experiences did you have? Do you remember like what what happened? Oh yeah, um, the first thing I can remember was. Six years old, so I started having deja vu, and I've done this before, kind of thing, and I've been here before, kind of thing, and I hadn't, I didn't think, <laughs> and so um, at ten years old, I had my first panic attack, which those it was devastating, and mm-hmm. suffered from those forever and didn't understand them. And at that time, back in, that was 73, back in that time, you know, everybody just said, oh, it's just your stomach, your nerves, that's all. They didn't know about panic attacks. They didn't know how things could affect you. And they sure didn't know about sensitives, which I found out much later, taking on everybody's energy and having severe panic attacks and didn't know why. So that was a weird thing to find out later on in life. But I'm glad I found it out because now I can yeah. control them. I wonder how many other people have the same problem that that you have Probably. with panic attacks and stuff like that, but they can't figure out, like, mentally. Well, they... funny, funny you bring that up because I, I feel like I am 
sensitive to a point. Um, I don't, I really can't beat off of everybody's energy, but like if I go into a location, I can figure out whether if it's good or bad vibes or um, maybe get like snapshots of what had gone on. Yeah. So you are more sensitive than you think you are then. Mm-hmm. It just takes, it just takes, practice, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with stuff like that. And the more you use it, when you just started your team up in Minnesota, the more you yeah. use it, the more it'll, it'll probably come, come into focus, I think. We just started it within the last year here. And we, haven't, we haven't gotten together and done anything because we're scattered between Fargo and, and New York. So. Oh, wow. It's hard to get people together. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So are you do you live in Elk Valley? Is that is that uh it's, it's a cool name, E V P. I like that. Right. That was, that was, Funny how that works out. That's great. Right. Yes. Right, thank you. I um when I was with that first group, I got really interested in the audio. Mm-hmm. And so my job soon became finding the electronic voice phenomenon. And before I broke off from them Everything around here is named Elk Valley this, Elk Valley that. And I thought, EVP, Elk Valley Paranormal. Why not? It just works, right? Right. Everything else is Elk Valley. Why not? Go in Elk Valley Valley Paranormal, too. Exactly. Started your group. Like, what was the first place that you investigated that, you know, wasn't your, your family? It was the old hospital here in town. And, um, we soon became the group that led the public tours there. Um, Ghost Adventures has also been here. And I don't care for them, but I will tell you that after they came in with a written story made up, after about the third person told them, you don't need a story, all you got to do is go in there, that place is freaking haunted, Mm-hmm. They finally listened to the third person and went in through through their script out and actually did an investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the better shows that they have done, honestly. The only thing I am still up in the air about is when they said they saw a shadow figure in the basement. And I, I can't agree with that because at that time, especially since they were in town and everybody knew they were in town. It would be kind of hard not to have people walking around that hospital trying to catch a glimpse of them. And in that basement uh, was where the old morgue used to be. So there was a couple of windows in the door at the Mm -hmm. far end that they saw the shadow figure. Somebody could have easily walked right by there. And that's why my, uh, I'm saying no on that particular one. On everything else they caught, it was pretty spot on. Or if you have a perceived notion in your mind when you go into these places, you can actually manifest something. Absolutely. And, and there's always thought forms. If enough people. Is that like the, what is that? It's the, slender man, the slender man and the, the rake and people and people, yeah. like that, you know, things like that. Exactly, exactly. It really makes you wonder how many locations, when they go there, 
they have the script in hand, and they're like, okay, well, come on, you're Ghost Adventures, you can do whatever you want, and they just let them do it, and then they do it because they it will get their pop it'll get their popularity up, you know. Sure, and I would say more often than not, they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it would be easy for them to do that. Take take a script in, have it, and <laughs> they they would have a show regardless. All they got to throw in is what was that. You just ruined good. You may have just ruined a ghost adventures for a lot of people because they're like, what? They yeah, love watching ghost the adventures. Other thing I don't, the other thing I don't agree with them is, is, you know, they'll go and do rituals at some of these places, yeah. and maybe rituals have never been done there before mm-hmm. they've done that, and you you don't want to mess with that. No. No. Uh, you know, the one they went to in uh, England, and I cannot remember the pub. The Rams, it was uh, Ram, the Rams head in? Rams. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I remember that one. But... Uh, would you, would you lie, lay down on the floor and have a succubus or incubus? No. No. I, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I mean. I would not, I would not have, I would not have done that. But for part of me, just thinks it was just, you know, entertainment. Let's let's just do this to, you know, we'll see if the succubus is here, and then we'll we'll you know get, we'll get people to watch us and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Then they have like some, like Wiccan come in and do a ritual, and yeah, they, did. Uh, they sure did. She they, was, uh, they had her come into that had her come into his museum. Really. Yep, in the basement. Huh. Did he? Did she do a ritual there too? I think so. Mm-hmm. Of course, when I when that when that when that came on, man, I I was eating it up. This is because I started back yeah. in 2013 too, so it was like 2009, maybe 2007 early, and I I you know I would turn the lights off in in the house and build a fire and like get goes. I was you know, eating it up, and then absolutely once you start doing it yourself, it, you start you know, noticing things that they're like, oh, well, maybe this isn't exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> right. Well, I, didn't, I didn't realize that it was a step up until about this year. I think, I, I don't know, I don't remember who I was talking to, but, you know, it was just like information clean as, clean as day is, you know, it's it's not set up, or it is set up. You know, well, it's entertainment. That's what. That's the thing. They yeah, they need they yeah. need views. Um, they've been and they've been getting views. You know, they've been oh, going yeah. for like fucking ten years, twelve years. It's been. Yeah. It's been around for, for a long time. So. You know whatever whatever they're doing is working, and it's not it's it's, it's not it's not for yeah. us though. It's not for yeah. us. It is for the people who don't investigate. They just want it. Watch something, get scared, and then go on with their lives. Not nitpick it like we do. Like, exactly. Are you sure that guy? You know, like you know, like you said with the person in the basement. You know, it's like, well, you know, it, for people who don't question it. Oh my gosh! Like I've I've seen points where they they'll point out a piece of footage and they're like, well, this looked like an orb but it was, you know, a bug. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, no, that's an orb. That's not a bug. Yeah. It's like one of those don't, like that, the Wizard of Oz thing, don't pay attention to the, to the man behind the curtain yeah. type type yeah. thing. 
And uh, I don't want to turn this into a ghost adventures bashing show. I mean, it is punctuation day, so we're just. Um, but you know, it's it's like I said, it's it's for a different audience. It's not it's not for us. You want to watch like a legit paranormal investigation? Watch people like on YouTube who have their channels and they're trying to get the word their investigations out. Uh, like. You know, forgotten explorations. Um, they do a lot of good, good, good um, stuff, and they they're around here. And I'm sure you know a lot, a lot of teams that, you know, have, yeah, put YouTube videos out. Yeah, and I will tell you that um, Ghost Adventures, and I'm sure many, many other ones on TV, go to a location for a few days. They mm-hmm. set up the old hospital for four days. And that's to put a 45-minute or 40-minute, whatever it is, after the commercial show right. together. So they have to take all of the highlights of things that have happened. And what people don't understand, on a normal investigation, we'll go in, sit in the dark, and hope to hear mm-hmm. footsteps or, you know, a door slam yeah. or a voice or, you know, keep our audio recording the whole time, hoping to get an EVP. And sometimes we get nothing. Sometimes we get one thing. Sometimes the night will be popping, and it's crazy. And that's what we live for. That's what makes us keep going back. Yep. Yeah, I can I can attest to that. Um, beginning of this year, I worked at a historical site, and uh, every time I opened up for a school tour, I'd go in and I'd set my phone down and record. And uh, I think I only caught one thing, and that was over a matter of months. And uh, I actually, Ryan, because I was in a one-room schoolhouse, and uh, we had kids on site for a school tour, but they were on the other side of the property. And I was closing up, and I was talking to the the school marm and just saying, you know, thanks for letting us come in here and, and have your school open. And uh, so I didn't hear anything. I went home and I played it back, and I was like, "Holy crap! What did I just hear?" I sent it to Ryan. I'm like, "Dude, you know, I didn't, I didn't front load him. I didn't tell him what I heard. I said, just listen to this and tell me what you heard." And he's like, "Were there kids right outside the window?" I'm like, "No, I, I couldn't even see any kids." And it sounds like they're actually right at the speaker of the device. Mm-hmm. It's like a bunch of kids playing outside, like on recess or, or something like that, or maybe walking across the field to another class, or you know, some, it's just it was so it was so weird. And you said you said you, you did have a, a school group there, but they were all the way like across the like the whole museum, so they were nowhere near the window, not near enough for me to actually you know make out words and stuff. So and it was a uh, from from what I gathered, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought so. I thought cool so, though. too. That's cool, though. And yeah. I know you were so excited when you first heard that. Yeah, yeah. It, it <laughs> kind of scared me a little bit because I was like, <laughs> uh, what's going on? But the I don't work there anymore, but for the years that I worked there, I never got a bad vibe. I always got the good vibe of they were happy that we were doing what we were doing, keeping their memory alive. So, And that's another thing people need to be aware of. Always trust your gut. Mm-hmm. If you go into a, a spot and you get 
this vibe that is creepy and closing in on you, there's a reason that something is pushing on you, something trying to intimidate you. And then you go into other places and everything is just light as a feather and happy and you know it's okay to be in there. We go into those creepy places and, yeah, we hope we get something even though we're being pushed on and intimidated. And a lot of times we do. Yeah, I run that. That's the uh, adrenaline junkie in us. Yeah, definitely. I run the uh, cabin on 360 here in Mechanicsville, and there's two houses on the property, the cabin and the brick house. And each house is different. You, know, you walk in the cabin, it was like, oh, having a good time. Oh, this is so happy. Walk in the brick house, it is the opposite. People just get, like, super, like, oh, my God. What's, it, everyone who goes in there has the same reaction. There's something wow. off in the brick rancher compared to the cabin. And it's, it is something warning you, like, hey, this, this is, this is, there's not, it's not good here, and you feel it as soon as you walk in the door. Do you know what it is yet? There's something, there's something in the house that it's, uh, we've got pictures of it. It is an, a non-human entity that can affect you, can get into your mind. Um, we've had people, uh, one of my, one of my uh, best friends, who's actually uh, the other caretaker with me. We were – he had an, a New Year's Eve party a few a few years ago, and uh, we had done some investigating, and there nothing, you know, nothing serious, just kind of joking around. And we came back to the cabin, and uh, we set up a TV and stuff, and my daughter was there. I brought my computer. We're just dancing around, you know, having a good time. And, you know, he carries, um, and um, he just said he had this feeling that – took over him that he wanted to shoot. Oh. Yeah. So he went next okay. door and he went and he went off on the entity that's downstairs. And or and he started, you don't fuck with me like that. And I, I go over there because I saw him leave. I saw him because he left in a hurry. I walk over there and he's, you know, cussing at the house. And as soon as he was done, the house growled. I'm like, you okay, man? He was like, yep, I'm good. I'm like, all right. Went back to the house. And so it's 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 one of those things where it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. And there was a murder that took place in the house uh, back in the um, late 70s. Uh, there was a, uh, a a young man who raped and murdered his sister. His sister actually on October 4th. So the the invest the invest the anniversary is coming up here really in a few weeks um but yeah he shot and killed her he went into a room and she started fighting with him and so he said he, he, said he blacked out and uh shot her twice in the chest and my grandfather so my my family owns the property my grandfather um sent two workers to go out there and do some work behind the house and they found a refrigerator box they go to move it and they find her body in the uh, in the box, and they call my dad. They on the radio, my dad, because it's 1979, and he comes up, meets meet her, and moves her body into the body bag. So, and then fast forward, you know, many years later, and uh, you know, we go out there, and 
investigate, and that we 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 get we catch your voice sometimes, and we and there, there's something in there that's just not good, you know. Yeah. But again, um, you talk about these warning stars. Does it does it jump on people and cause them to do things like that? I mean, do you think that's what happened? I I just know that there have been people that um that I've I've known for a long time, investigated for a long time, who who who've fallen on their knees crying because of what thoughts was put in their head because of what's in it, that house. It will oppress you. I, mm-hmm. I haven't been out there yet, but I watched a lot of the videos and I've seen um I I've just got that feeling. Like that feeling you described when you walked in there. I was sitting on my chair and I felt that. Oh, wow, just watching the video? Yeah, yep. Wow. You you guys got to protect yourselves, and then before you go, sage after, so it doesn't go home with you. Yeah, that's what I tell people. His partner, another caretaker, is a uh, a, a pastor. Yeah, he can bless you. and Always get to have around. Yeah. Yep. And I tell people, you know, I, like I told you earlier, it doesn't happen every time. So I'm not going to just guarantee you if you come here, you're going to get a breast because that's just not that's not right. what what happens. I've never been never it's never happened to me. Not on wood, but because I don't walk down. He Dennis, you know, he doesn't care. He walked down. Hey asshole, because he just you know that's just how that's just how he is. Right. You know, they have an understanding because once once you know he went off on him after you went did that thing. It's just, just they won't they don't fuck with each other. So he can say, "Hey asshole," yeah. and you know, yeah. he'll say, "Hey fucker," you know. Every time he walks into the basement, he raps on the door, "Hey asshole, I'm coming down." We'll get we'll get fucked, Dennis, on the uh, on the EVP and stuff like that, you know. So it's just uh, they got little. He's probably rolling his eyes. The entity's just down there going, "Oh, here he comes again." And I will say this: I talked to one of the the. Um, one of the girls who who knew Melissa, that's, that was the young girl's name, who was a friend with hers, and she's going to spend. She was actually going to spend the night that Friday night that she got killed. Um, she said her, her yeah, she said that her brother spent a lot of time in the basement, and when he would come upstairs and he would just be really pissed off, and they call him up for dinner, he'd come up upstairs, eat her, eat his food, and slam his dishes in the sink and walk five five thousand stairs again. I don't know if the it's like a like you know, like a man cave thing set up down there. Because there's nothing down there now, obviously. Um yeah. but you know, Lexi, Lexi Warfield here here Lexi, she was there. She 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 came out and took a picture and there's this weird face in the window of uh of her brother's room. Well, almost looks like a smiling like Joker devil looking thing. The land? Do you think it's something that he brought in? Well, it's just, either. The land is the site of a civil war battle, too. So there's a lot of death on the land already. Um, yes. But, you I know. I kind of feel like it's feeding off of each other. Could be. But Could very well be. I want to talk to you about, I want to get this in the Cabin on 360 episode, because I can do that later. I'll do that on your show. I'll come on legit paranormal podcast. We'll talk about the the cabin on three sixty. This is about you. I want to know what is your what is your like. You're talking about CR's first EVP. What was your first EVP that you caught? Was like holy crap! This is actually real. 
I see E.L. Gwynn is in, this, is in the chat, and he's going to be coming on the show on Tuesday night. He's an exorcist and a demonologist. So we'll have to talk to him about about some of the stuff and you know get his opinions on on stuff. But huh, so, what would you recommend to somebody who is first, you know, starting out investigating, like to avoid dealing with that kind of stuff? And uh, no, so you're with. Uh, have somebody that knows at, at, at least the property that you're going on so you don't walk into a an unsafe space. Maybe the floor is all in on one side and they would know it. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that you have permission, obviously, from the owner of the property. Make sure that you have fresh batteries in all of your equipment and have spare batteries to put in because they will drain. Yeah, sometimes fresh batteries don't matter because I've had that happen yeah. before. Right? I've, I've had to change them like three times before. It's like, what is going on? Um, make sure that you're safe and protected. If you're a Christian, say a prayer before you go, uh, opening and closing, because you have to do a closing no matter what you're doing, and I'll explain that in just a second. But um, if you're not a Christian, quite light yourself. Um, you can do that by meditation. You can do that by taking a little pinch of salt and swallowing it. You can take a little pinch of salt, throw it in your shower, white light yourself for a few minutes. Anything like that, you put a protective bubble around you. Mm-hmm. And... No matter what you do on the investigation, stay together. Don't go off by yourself and never investigate by yourself. Never go somewhere by yourself in a haunted property or anywhere. Um, But whenever you open conversation with spirit, no matter what you're using, it can be the spirit um, box. It could be pendulum. It could be... Um, your copper rods, you can just be speaking out into the room just using your voice and nothing else but recording it with camera and audio. Anytime you open conversation with spirit, make sure you close it like a Ouija board. Say goodbye. Yeah. That's a lot of people don't do that. They, yeah, yeah. They just think, oh, you know, I can close a Ouija board. But I have to worry about closing. They don't think about closing an EVP session. You just think, well, I'll just tell them not to come with me. I don't have to worry about doing that, but it's just like blocking each door behind you, you know? That's, that's what I try to convince everybody. Everything that you're using is a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. Ouija boards are getting bad rap. And, yeah, a lot of bad things have happened with them, but it's because more, I think. And there's those movies out about it. And yeah, I watch them, too, because I love horror movies. But, um Everything is a Ouija board when you think about it. So every every yeah. conversation, make sure you close it. It'd be tough to do like a movie called Digital Recorder, and then you know people are like, "Oh my gosh!" You know. Right. So it's like uh, when I volunteered at Dakota City, uh, I was the grounds guy. So every morning before an event, I'd come out and I'd unlock the set of buildings that we'd have unlocked, 
and every building, no matter if I had been doing this for a week or this is the first day of the week, every building I would unlock. And before I step foot, good morning, how you doing? You know, we've got a school group coming through today. We're going to be closed at this time. And then on the other end of that is when I was closing up for the day, going, pulling the flag down, locking up. Hey, thanks for letting us come out here. You know, if we're going to have another tour, say, well, I'm going to be back tomorrow to mm-hmm. see you at this time. And there was one time where, like, I didn't say my goodbye, thanks for doing this right away when I walked in, and they were walking back and forth upstairs. And I was like, okay, so, you know, <laughs> I better say it. They're, they're mm-hmm. a little messed, so I better say my goodbye. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, it's just a um, polite way to interact with them instead of going in and saying, who are you, Um, you know, why are you here, just, you know, all of those blatant questions. But a lot of them, not all of them, but many, many, many of the spirits that we encounter have been people. Mm. They were people. You know, yeah. there's, there's some that are non-human, yeah, but there's a lot of people spirits out there, and they like to be spoken to. I had one here at the house, and I knew somebody was here, but I didn't know who it was. Uh, we had actually brought her back from vacation and didn't know it. Um, and two couple of things have happened on a vacation with me, but um, I actually brought this one back and didn't know it. I got sick on vacation, and we went through Pennsylvania, stopped at Valley Forge, and I was starting to feel a little better at Valley Forge. By, by the time we got to Philly, I was fine, and we got to do the tourism stuff. We got to eat a chili cheesesteak, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, went down through Shenandoah National Park and then came all the way back through Tennessee, Middle Tennessee. And I live just 30 minutes north of Huntsville, Alabama. So to give somebody kind of like bearings on where, where I am. Um, but We're way down there. We had been back a couple of days and I knew I was hearing wrestling and not seeing anything. So I got my equipment out and asked a few questions and found out that I had a nurse from the Valley Forge area. She was actually a nurse that worked on the soldiers there and helped them, knew I was sick, latched on to me to help me feel better, and came all the way back home with me. And funny enough, we had a ghost cat at the time, and the ghost cat would jump up on the end of the bed turn around and then get comfy and um when the ghost cat left as well i think that's sweet they they went away together so somewhere is the nurse is the somebody bothering you Sorry, my son is uh, having having upset having upset stomach. So um, no, no. Um, so he's been having a, a rough time. 
these past few days. So I want to before we go, um, and we'll have we'll have you back. Um, we have so much more I want to talk to you about. Uh, just sure. hour went by went by uh, fast. Um, yeah, I always do. I want to talk about your books. How how do people can people uh, like get them? Are they on, are they on Amazon? How how can people find them? There are. Um, you can look up Sin Trader Hill author. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on all kinds of stuff. Um, you can email me at sinstraderhill at gmail author at gmail dot com. Um, my books are on Amazon. I am self published. There's four right now. About to be five as soon as I can get it done before Halloween. And um, do be aligned. Let me yeah. know what you think about them. Definitely, definitely. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, sorry, just the you know crying and stuff makes you want to you know take care take care of what's going on. So, uh, I have to cut this one a little bit short. Well, not that short. It's only like six minutes, so it's not like it's like a half hour or whatever. But I want to thank you for coming on. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Again, there's so much more I like to talk to you about, and I'd love to have you back on the show and uh we'll, we'll we'll and I'd love to come on the legit paranormal podcast. Yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have Definitely. to that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Appreciate it and I will talk to you soon. Thank okay. you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. Good night. Bye. Bye. Well guys Thank you for watching. We'll um, be back here Tuesday night. Same freaking awesome time. Same freaking awesome channel. I'm going to go help take care of RJ. I'll see you guys Tuesday night. Have a good one. Bye.